1: Howdy, folks! Saxy Maxi here. Dgens, it's time to talk about Gen gear. What's the best way to celebrate the holiday season? Religiously? Nope. Musically? Absolutely not. Holiday music is trash. Stylishly? Hell yes! And every year, especially this one, you can refresh your winter wardrobe with our brand new non-denominational holiday season time Gen sweater. It's our Hess truck. With creative well thought out designs you and your in laws can directly support this podcast and get yourself a sweet sweater. Head on over to absolutedegeneracy.com, click on the D-Gen shop, do yourself a favor and up your style.
2: Absolute sports
1: betting degeneracy. You
2: think God is Friday? It's a lose lose for me. Diva quotient uh, just say it had something to do with the way it was blowing the gas. I'm the immovable exactly. object. Blowing the gas. R.I.P. Mad Max. I, I'm a man of, of, of consistency here. Blowing the gas.
1: Jimmy Butthole. All That's right. hard to argue. Saxy, I believe you have some words. Let's put a few bucks on FK Ditchick Z to beat FK Zita Golbov Chief. Oh boy, howdy,
2: Arch. I think you're going to be on that one with me. Vegas is playing chess. I'm playing checkers. Buy a house, they said. It'll be fun, they said. You want to buy it when it's low, and then you want to sell it when it's high. I'm trying to make it bigger. Is it... I know, I know, I know. That's what she said. Uh... <laughs> I say, that's your fault it's not bigger. It's the highlight of the week, Saxy maxi, man. Hey, just do what I do and just let him come come out with you and just throw questions at you and just, you know, we meet him? caution to the wind
1: what I do?
0: <laughs> Did
2: I just give him more shit to record? <laughs> That keeps on giving.
1: Panther gave us a little geography lesson. Anaheim is not in Canada. I taught you well. Well, the knights aren't gonna fuck you, but I will, Panther, because I'm on this game.
2: I'm gonna ease into this one. Uh, unlike Panther with his comment about Maxie earlier. Jesus. I don't know what was worth. Now I'm in Godforsaken Des Moines, Iowa. It just seems like shenanigans wouldn't that be funny if he doesn't show up and you have to carry the show close out this week we get today and, and then that
1: nfl week and oh, shit i gotta go sunday too man oh uh, uh,
2: uh, man That's just...
1: <sighs> howdy homies and welcome to the sunday edition of the absolute sports betting degeneracy podcast my name is saxie maxi and today i am joined by someone who's always excited to join for the sunday show it's mad max mad max welcome to the podcast I mean, I always miss
2: when, when I don't have to do it each week. It's like, oh, man, I don't get to go this week. It's, it just feels like it's, you know, work on a Sunday. Like, oh,
1: uh,
0: oh just, man, I mean,
2: it's it's just part. No, it's just part of it. Right. You have to just work on a Sunday. It's well, you right. It's something about resting.
1: I, I, I don't know. No, I don't you know. <laughs> you see and you, exactly. I am also a heathen. I am always working every Sunday. That's why you guys brought me in here. But I mean, Mad Max, you do a lot of good work every Sunday. You really you really put in the hours, especially with your picks. I'm,
2: <laughs> I mean, I put in the work. I don't know if, it, if it's paying off, but I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have been absolutely money on my Monday and Thursday night picks. Like I tell you, my Monday and Thursday this. night picks have just been on fucking fire. And then Sunday comes along to say like, everything you know is wrong, Max. Everything <laughs> you know is
1: wrong. <laughs> I like how you know what days you're good. Like, you, you know, your Mondays and your Thursdays are good. That's so, that's so healthy. So, you know, listeners we're following mad max on uh, tomorrow and thursday when like and, it, are, are you kept afloat by your nfl bets what is it that's uh, that makes you so successful on those days
2: well it's funny too so yeah so the nfl is is monday and thursday but in baseball hilarious i i actually do have a chart of what days to follow me in baseball when i'm betting baseball oh really there yeah off the top of my head i can't remember which those days were this, this year but there's definitely days of the week where my baseball picks were absolutely amazing Sundays Sundays. I was terrible for a while. I could not bet. Maybe it's just the Sunday thing. Like I should just not bet on Sundays. Maybe I am being punished by some fucking (laughs) higher power that exists out there, you know,
1: hey listen i am uh we'll we're going through this together okay panther (laughs) (laughs) jesus wow 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 how did this happen harsh listen i'm just i'm just used to having a boyfriend was
2: on the show i get it no i know like i'm i'm chopped liver i'm (laughs) i'm I'm, honestly i i I know i'm your third favorite dj oh like, no I know, I know in your rankings that i am i rank third so it's cool it's fine
1: well listen i mean panther and the sex kitten have invited me to their wedding so they fall they fall ahead of everybody okay that's the only potential gig i have in the next few months he's he's got some
2: scam going people think that he's such a nice guy i mean you know, after the show he's just man he's he's a filthy bugger that guy really I mean, I've heard portions of the post show.
1: You guys, you guys, you guys don't send me the post show often.
2: There is good reason for it. That post show just devolves into absolute filth. Like, honestly, we're absolute degeneracy on the air and then off the air. It's just absolute filth. It really. And and I'll, I'll say this. I mean, it's, it's, you know, uh, it's still listenable, right? I, I don't think I don't think we couldn't air it. I just I like the fact that I don't
1: have to air it. Right, right. It's better. It's better for your resume, etc. For you not to air this. I totally understand. I feel I feel similarly with a lot of the things that I say when the microphone is not on. So let's <laughs> let's let's keep it that way. Well, Mad Max. Instead of discussing music today, you and I are discussing holiday films. Uh, in 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 the early portion of the show. Now, you asked me earlier this week to talk about my favorite and least favorite holiday mm-hmm. films. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 discuss Mad Max. What is your favorite holiday film?
2: You know, growing up, I think um, there's two movies that stand out that are probably my, my two favorite holiday films. One is gremlins and uh-huh. the other is scrooged with uh, uh, Bill Murray. Worry. So yes. th- those are probably like growing up. I watched those so often. And and of course there's, um, you know, a few in there that, that probably over time have faded, out of it just from either overwatch or over or you know mm-hmm. j- just being on all the time yeah, same right. things like like i like elf i think elf is a good holiday film it's i i can't wait to my kids to get into it but I've, pr- I've probably seen it on the tv like a billion times yeah and it's just like you know uh, okay and then um you know home alone i watched home alone a lot when i was a kid and i, I think that uh, you know uh it's his one of the the holiday films that was on often and just kind of like eh, a christmas story you know i loved a christmas story when i was a mm-hmm. kid and i don't think i could sit and watch it anymore i, I couldn't yeah. even watch it anymore because it was just overkill but uh gremlins it comes on absolutely love it and uh, great sequel by the way like uh, yeah that's mm-hmm. a cheesy fucking awesome sequel uh but scrooged i think i love the the classic story of of uh, Charles Dickens, and uh, I think they pull it off with with greatness in
1: Scrooge. Yeah, Bill Murray. I mean, he's solid. Bill Bill Murray is a solid human. In fact, if you see him out at a bar, he is a solid human. Go say hi to him; he'll buy you a drink. He's 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 a nice guy. I love uh, watching his films, and I think that uh, Scrooge is absolutely in the upper echelon of holiday films. Now, for me, I uh, actually do a lot of avoiding the holiday music holiday films things like that i've often gone out of my way to not really watch that so the overplayedness of uh holiday movies is kind of over my head because i'm uh in, in the middle of watching like speed or something like that <laughs> so anywho i enjoy uh for me call me basic but i love the old tv christmas specials the charlie oh, brown yeah. the rudolph so deeply nostalgic you know it, it, those those films and those uh, made for TV specials are kind of to me the sweet spot of Christmas nostalgia because they uh, they will forever live and uh, especially with the claymation and stuff like that mm-hmm. the, 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 the the medium quality claymation mm-hmm. when when in this day and age you know they could full Marvel CGI that mother but instead you know it, they they leave it as the Burl Ives 1960 version right i love the rudolph one, frosty i'm not i'm
2: not i'm not as much of a fan of 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 charlie brown and peanuts i i i like i just never really was into it i got a couple friends that are just like crazy about the charlie brown movies I, i never could really get into it but those claymation ones i i remember being a kid and watching uh, Rudolph and and, oh, yeah. and Frosty and stuff like that. And th- those are legit. I, I do I do like those a lot. But you know, let, let's rewind here. Let's get to the uh, the deep seated understanding of why Maxie hates Christmas time. Uh, <laughs> what, what what Christmas present disappointed you one year that you're like fuck this I'm done. No, what what is the catalyst for this, Maxie? Oh my
1: god, no! I actually have had a, a great history of deeply enjoyable Christmas. I in fact I can remember the best Christmas guy I've ever got. I uh, uh, when I was maybe in like second grade or third grade something like that i was gifted a game boy and that oh, was okay that was yeah santa got me a game boy and i will tell you sexy maxi almost went into uh like internet <laughs> like design and stuff like that after learning uh how to play donkey kong and playing so much super mario on that i <laughs> loved i loved my game Boy. what was your best present mad max i mean
2: i i i lifetime or as a kid because lifetime I gotta say like I'm a huge fan of Kurt Vonnegut Kurt Vonnegut is my favorite ah. author of all time and one year my wife got a autograph lithograph um of one of his drawings it says goodbye well, Monday it's 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 very very you know if you're a Kurt Vonnegut fan you know what I'm talking about I actually have a tattooed on my leg that's how much I love uh Kurt Vonnegut so she got me this autograph and I just opened it up and like it's just like like I melted. Like I couldn't believe that I was holding something that he autographed and drew. It was it was pretty fantastic. Um, you know, I, as a kid, like I I remember just one Christmas opening up, and it was like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle heaven. Like I got like oh. the 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 turtle blimp and the turtle van, blimp. and like uh, I remember blowing up that blimp, and like like you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's just like amazing i mean that that was probably one of the most memorable christmases of you know my, my mom uh, didn't have a lot right i mean you know mm-hmm. she she was one of the the people that um she always bet you know she, the, the whole spirit of christmas thing was really important to her because she's like listen like you guys have to come you know continue to believe in santa claus like you just mm-hmm. have to continue to believe because um you know, she worked her ass off She worked hard, she, she did the layaway thing She made sure that we had things But then, you know, she'd find herself in, in trouble Like financially because of it And then somehow she'd like you know, Hit like a 50-50 at that at, You know, like a, a a bowling alley Or something like that there we she, go. She, And it would pay for Christmas Or like something would happen where it's just like It's a miracle type thing So um, uh, that was probably like the one that sticks out Was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Christmas
1: Hell yeah, hell yeah Okay, <laughs> so we have touched on the positives of the holiday season Let's skewed to the other end what is the your least favorite holiday film i tell you i was i was talking about this to arch and panther uh
2: off the air yesterday and um it, it uh, you know <laughs> i was i was starting to get some shit for uh, uh you know talking about some of these movies um it it's a wonderful life is is one of the ones that i just i just hated i hated for like ages I, I haven't you know watched it in a while because it's just this fucking sappy bullshit blah, blah 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 and then arch of course in his his he must have wrote his fucking dissertation on fucking it's a wonderful life because he right. starts going into it of oh yeah why it's an amazing movie and I sit back and I'm like god damn it i'm gonna have to watch with it's
1: a wonderful life this year <laughs> <laughs> now like I, i'm sure you listen to the uh batman v superman that uh, i did of arch course I yeah, talked about. Yeah, yeah holy shnikes that man has deep thoughts about films he really has deep thoughts about specific
2: films, films. i mean there's there's certain okay. you know there's a guy that's been talking films with, with arch for for many many years now it's there are specific films that that probably uh resonate with him but you know he's, he's a smart dude when it comes to it comes to films but uh he'll let you know He you know, i'm not gonna watch that shit <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like i'm not even gonna bother like there's no fucking reason for me to watch another marvel movie he, you know he'll be straight up about that
1: exactly um, that's healthy that is deeply healthy
2: so i mean that, that that was like the one that i was thinking is is absolutely you know kind of the 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 one to avoid but i'm i'm going to give it another shot i think arch arch was very convincing here i'm just you know and i'm I'm just also not a fan of just any of those you know just stupid kind of uh uh, just cheesy holiday movies that they throw out for no fucking reason like i don't know like yeah like dolly parton's christmas at the square or some shit like i mean like any of those just like where it's just like we've got Kind of a plot. Let's make it around Christmas time, and then you know uh-huh. it's a Christmas movie. Like you can yeah. find any plot, make it around Christmas time; it becomes a Christmas movie. Like fuck that shit. I mean, you know, uh, I, I know that then becomes the argument of like Die Hard and Lethal Weapon are they Christmas movies? They're action movies set in Christmas. You can watch them at Christmas time and enjoy them, but you can actually watch them any time of the year and enjoy them. Right. I think a, a a true Christmas movie or a true holiday movie is you're going to sit down and watch it only in this time of year and never fucking watch it again <laughs> until I the see. following year.
1: Now see, I like to throw in Fargo during this season. This is like this is a great season to watch of course movie you movie. Of course you would. Right. You know? I, this this seems like just the right time to watch Fargo. Now like and I don't think it's necessarily a holiday film. There's no, no mention of Christmas throughout the entirety of it, but I mean, there are it, it, it makes you feel cold. And frankly, given the weather out here in Denver the last few weeks, I need something to make me feel cold that isn't the weather. So that's, <laughs> it's definitely not that. I was I was uh, searching uh, th- through you know history of bad holiday films, and I'm I- I'm kind of cheating on mine here. I'm going to rely on our friends at MST3K to inform us, and they, in their third season. Uh, went through santa claus conquers the martians <laughs> and i don't know if you've seen this but it's no. bad oh. it oh, is yeah. bad i mean you know msd3k mm-hmm. and of course of course, yeah. this is uh, if you are not a fan of mystery science theater 3000 to our listeners you should it is uh, what they do is they take uh movies that essentially um are <laughs> the copyright dies on it because the people who produced it do not value what they mm-hmm. made. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the MST three K people find out that the copyright is gone on this movie and then just talk over it. And, uh, it's normally done with films that are of a uh, specific quality, normally the poorest. Yes. And, and And, uh, it is deeply funny is constant jokes that, I mean, it's like they, they're talking over the movie. So, you know, you miss some of the dialogue, but the dialogue is so bad in these films. You really don't need it. And, uh, it's, it's, if, if Again, if you're not a fan of MSD 3 k yet, you will be. Check out Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Now, I have one other thing that I kind of thought of as a little <laughs> bit of a holiday tradition and is kind of a bad movie, but it's kind of a great movie. It's both a train wreck and a masterpiece at the same time, frankly. I sent it out to the group chat. It is Patti LaBelle's Christmas tree lighting <laughs> ceremony from, like, the mid-'90s. Do you Did you watch that, Mad Max? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How did it make you feel? uh like i wanted to skip over christmas oh yeah it was it is it is one of the most awkward videos you will ever see on the internet it is i I was waiting for like
2: Oh yeah! I was just waiting for it's like uh, it's kind of cringe. Like it's like when you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, you spend half the episode just kind of like tensing up your body and this. and that's you felt cringe there.
1: It is. It is deeply cringe. It's everything goes wrong basically. And actually, I listened to a great podcast that was about. The how everything had devolved so bad and uh, they interviewed the cue card guy. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Long story short, basically anything that can go wrong does go wrong in this performance and uh it's 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 amazing you 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 have to watch it the musicians who I've shown this to uh since there are musicians around me in my life and this was technically a musical performance to some degree uh, they physically feel pain when they oh, watch this video wow. and so I urge everyone to delete five hours of their day and wonder where their background singer's at it's fucking funny that's yeah. fucking funny. that's healthy stuff right yep that that makes me feel like I'm in the Christmas season, right? The holiday so season. That, yeah. that and, and a DJ
2: holiday sweater. All right. Oh, uh, I ordered mine. I ordered mine. I hope I get it in time for Christmas. I, hell I really
1: yeah. 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 I got to, I got, I got to order mine for the whole family as well. You know, <laughs> gotta got to spread the cheer to the entire family with a DJ sweater. But actually, that's not our sponsor today. Let me talk about our sponsor, MyBookie. DJ Homies. With MyBookie, you can bet on the NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, Boxing, MLB, and Japanese basketball. I'm going to try to take my little NBA hot streak and bring it to Japan's B league where the Toyama Grouses face off against the Shiga Lake stars. Now, Mad Max may never bet on the Lakers, but if he liked this matchup, he'd have no fear about betting on the Lake stars like me. My bookie is well-traveled and offers quality odds on basically everything. So sign up now using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN so we can keep the lights on around here. MyBookie will give you a bonus deposit up to $1,000. Whether you're at home, on the go, on your laptop, or wondering where to find a legal Japanese B-League stream, you can bet, win, and get paid with MyBookie.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
2: And if you love
1: the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: Did you hear our new sponsor, by the way? I did a new I, Yeah, actually, you. I
1: did. This is going to be a problem How for us. amazing. Was, How amazing. Yeah. I was going to ask, what's the, so what's the kickback? How does this work? How, where is it? Is it free whiskey? What is it? Like, uh, how, how, how do I, how do I get in?
2: Uh, yeah, listen, I drizzly I've been using this app and, and this is not a commercial people like I'm, I'm genuine here. Oh, yeah, I've been no, using this app through, through the whole fucking pandemic. It delivers to your door. It's great. It's it great selection. Um, uh, yeah. Anytime I need a beer or gin, like I'm <laughs> jumping on the drizzly app and it's, it's just boom. It's right there. So convenient. Uh yeah, I was super excited when I saw that they approached us to, to do a, a holiday uh, ad read. And I hope it extends because yeah, it's it's a great service and
1: it is. Um it is. If you've never used it, basically, this is for those of you who like to drink but then forget that you don't have enough booze to continue drinking, but are too drunk to go out and get more booze. What you do is you call Drizzly and they will bring that booze to you. You do saving not, lives. It, is it is
2: saving lives out there, people.
1: It is absolutely oh. saving lives. It is it is good for the world, it is good for the planet, Drizzly. Uh, I I back you a hundred percent. I am I am a big time Drizzly fan, and they carry my favorite, the Montucky Cold Snack. Which you is, were saying,
2: uh, yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> I mean, as if you if you carry my Montucky Cold Snacks, I will support you. That is that is what I tell my local liquor stores. I tell them, listen, if you carry my Montucky Cold Snack, I will I will patronize you. You will have you will have my money. You don't need to be a drive through liquor store for me to patronize you. I'm not that lazy. I will walk in and buy the beer that I like. If you carry or Drizzly it. it. <laughs> <laughs> or Trisley, exactly. Or Trisley. You'll get exactly. my money one way or the other. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, it still goes back to the liquor store. I'm just, like, kicking back a few bucks to uh, the, the delivery folks, which is – they are very nice folks. They, you know what? They don't drive like they deliver booze. I'll tell you that much. No, no. <laughs> well, let's get to the picks this week, Mad Max. I I, I got five picks, as I do almost every Sunday, and – I think I'm actually. I feel good about this week, so that okay. means you guys should all fade me immediately on everything. This is gonna go <laughs> terribly. So here we go: Ravens at Browns. Mad Max. I feel like every week I'm basically just betting divisional matchups, and this week is pretty much no different. I I don't like the Browns to win this game. Um, granted, I'm I'm taking the points, but I like the Ravens plus the three here. They seem. I, and Lamar has been bad, but the Browns are 1-6 ATS following a bye and are 2-13-1 ATS in their last 16 home games versus teams with winning records. I just do not think that they are a team that is trustable against uh, another formidable opponent.
2: I, I really don't know what happened with the, the Ravens this year. I mean, they, they started off where uh, Vegas was giving these big fucking lines. Now they're the dog to Cleveland and it's it's only the home three points right I mean so you basically right. say neutral field this is zero uh, I, I I I still put the Ravens above the Browns but it's not significant right I I I, I think Baker is definitely been playing injured all fucking season he doesn't look right and that might actually get him out of town they might actually turn their back on Baker which yeah, is unfortunate because he's been trying to pay play through pain you know right I don't I don't think he's a sensational quarterback but I think he's a really good quarterback if he's healthy. Mm -hmm. I like the Ravens here too. I have them winning this game by about six points. I just can't trust them. So I'm moral support leaning Baltimore with you getting those points.
1: See, again, I don't trust these picks, but I'm making them. I'm making (laughs) them, but I'm betting them too. So don't you worry. Now let's go to another divisional matchup. God, I am a real glutton for punishment here. Cowboys at the Washington football team. The Cowboys feel like they could win or lose any game. They're like the 76ers Mm -hmm. of the NFL. Home team. In this series between Cowboys and Washington is five and two ATS in the last seven meetings between these opponents. And I like the home team today. McCarthy more or less guaranteed a win. And that never goes wrong, does it? Right? That that, that could never go wrong, basically guaranteeing a win. That's enough for me to put my money on the absolute other side. So I'm essentially I'm gonna take one full unit, could take three quarters of it, put it on uh WFT with the points, and then take that other quarter unit, sprinkle that on the outright win.
2: Well, listen, man, I think this rarely happens on the show where all four of us bet on the same game and it's a 50 50 split here because Panther and I were both on Dallas and now you and Arch are on Washington. And that just says Uh, that like this probably should just be a game that you fucking avoid. Yeah, everyone should just matchups are weird. Everyone go home. Don't touch this. Don't touch it. Really? I just I think Dallas is going to come out here strong this week. Mm -hmm. Um, A bit of a fool's gold with Washington and how they've been playing. If you look at some of their matchups, they're they're getting some wins in there that they probably shouldn't be getting some wins. I do like how their defense is starting to come together, whereas Dallas's defense is becoming the defense we expected it to be. So maybe there is a chance if Washington does win this one, I mentioned on yesterday's show, it's all divisional games from here on out for these guys. Dallas could lose out on the fucking East. Could you imagine that if Philly or Washington just fucking leapfrogs them after all this shit and man heads would roll. Mike Mike McCarthy would definitely have to be fired. If Dallas fucking squanders the, the lead in the NFC East, they should have been running away with this fucker, but now, uh, they're they're looking behind them if washington wins this one that's going to be bad for them
1: see now i think i know exactly why arch is on this game arch loves it when people are mad he likes when people <laughs> get angry if the if washington wins this game people will be angry he's just betting on that i, I i've started to figure this out i like that style of the betting and actually i'm going to take that roll that into the 49ers at bengals because i've been pretty much wrong about the 49ers all year and i'm more or less expect to be today but the 49ers are dealing with some injuries i have been bad at fading this team but i'm full-on fading them right now garoppolo always has the propensity to do jimmy g things and i sure hope he does today i'm actually looking forward to watching this game because i think joe burrow and jamar chase get back on the same page uh, as they've been earlier this season and today we'll stick it to the 49ers i am on the Bengals as a home dog today uh plus the one and a half
2: like that play a lot too. I got the Bengals winning this game by about two points. I, I don't know what to think about San Francisco either, right? I, they yeah. started to coming together, and, and then Seattle went in last week and just said, eh, nope, let's put the kibosh on that, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Just wow, like San Francisco's defense used to be amazing. It's still good. But I'm agreeing with you. I'm expecting a nice week from Burrow and Chase. In fact, uh, Chase is in my DFS lineup for today. Mm -hmm. I'm banking on him to kind of get out of that little funk he's been in. I think Mm -hmm. that that defense is going to start to clamp down, and I'm hoping that Burrow's just like, go to my security blanket. This guy's going to catch the ball. I'm just going to fucking throw it to him. He's going to catch the ball and do wonderful things. So I like that play a lot.
1: Hell yeah. Now, this kind of brings up uh, not necessarily trends or things like that, but – trust in the nfl mm-hmm, are, are mm-hmm. there do you have any trust in the nfl is it is there any team that you really do trust i mean when we looked at our rankings earlier this week and uh you sent in your rankings on the show you know we all kind of had the top three teams uh the same kind of group up there are, are those teams we can actually reasonably trust on a week-to-week basis if they're not playing each other i mean T- tampa's
2: had a couple of Miscues this year, right? That game to Washington sticks out. That Thursday night game, they won it against Philadelphia, but it wasn't their best Ugh, effort. Yeah. But I think Tampa is a team that you can trust. New England is a team I believe you can trust, and that's it for me. That is it right now for me. Cardinals, two- no,
1: no trust for the Cardinals. No love for the Cardinals.
2: That's a good question. I think the Cardinals could be a team that you can trust. Uh, uh, especially now that murray looks to be healthy mm-hmm. but that's the big thing for them is, is they went through and they, listen they found ways to win they only they, lost that one game so mccoy yeah uh, so uh really they they'd be like you know two a to me like the two teams that i trust right
1: now are tampa and new england agreed agreed i think i think those are teams that we can trust and Let's get to Tampa because the Bills are going to be visiting the Bucks today. And God, my friend Phil is going to kill me. I'm sorry, Doctor Feelgood, but I like the Bucks minus three and a half today. This is an ugly number, and uh, but I, I, I like the Bucks to be the more professional team today overall. I, I hate to say it for Buffalo, but I think this is the Patriots Tom Brady one-two punch. And right now, uh. The bills are not going to get right today. this is this is the downward spiral continuing. Tampa Bay is five and oh at home this year, and that streak is going to continue. I think that they will win by at least a touchdown. i think I think I think that the three and a half is pretty easy for them to cover now they they, they have had their gas throughout the year. and at times they have played to their opponents. but I, I remember betting them what last week, minus the ten and a half and they covered that. Mm. Other games throughout the season, they find ways to put away some of their opponents, some opponents. Maybe those are divisional opponents, but they find a way to put away opponents. So I like them to win today and to win by more than three and a half. Logic
2: says that you're probably right, but if I've learned anything about this NFL season, it's completely (laughs) fucking illogical. I'm I'm on the Bills in this one. I think I think Tampa wins this game by a field goal. So that hook is is what has got me there. I do think Tampa does win this one. I don't I can't imagine them uh, losing it, but Buffalo's got to go, come out. Guns are blazing. They're going to be in the warm weather after fucking dealing with those conditions last week in Buffalo. All oh, those players are going to be like, "Hell fucking yeah, maybe we're going to wear short sleeves now and fucking run the ball and 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 be productive." I think Buffalo comes out, keeps it close with with Tampa, Tampa
1: ultimately wins just doesn't cover that's my thought see now the three and a half i always there's times where the three and a half seems really painful where it's it's like it's a hard pill to swallow but i will tell you that i like the three and a half because of how poor kicking has been this year and how many missed extra points you get that three and a half don't worry about that hook mad max don't worry throw that hook out the window the, the, we will have missed kicks there will be bad kicking i've promised there will be bad kicking today it'll happen every week that's, I that that's how I feel about the three and a half. At least I'm I'm not super concerned about that. He, but, you sound like a Packers
2: fan over here, just setting it up for well, Mason Crosby. He's like, listen, I mean, the bar is so low with kicking that I mean, you know, Mason Crosby's I mean, he's
1: he's great. We got to keep him around. Uh, I keep mean, him he's around. amazing. He's the fucking well, greatest kicker ever. Now uh, well, speaking of the Kittens Packers. Ah! gets to the last game that I have today. I, this now, I kick another divisional matchup. Three out of my five today are divisional matchups. I do this every fucking week to myself. Why do I do it? Bears at Packers. We all know the Packers are the better team in this divisional matchup. Uh, but divisional matchups are weird. Bears, with the 12 points, to me, seems kind of sensical, even though it's completely illogical. It's dumb. It's juicy. I'm going to bet on the Bears having some pride as organization and showing up for this primetime game. That is that is my bet
2: yeah listen I, I got Green Bay winning this game by nine points I, I think they win by more than a touchdown I just don't love it right I, it's 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 gonna yeah. be cold as fucking Lambo it's gonna be a night game so it's gonna be even colder that wind is gonna be in there I uh, I know that that a a Iran a- 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 over there is going to try to own uh Chicago once again maybe try to put us some big numbers. I just don't see it. I, I love the under in that game. That's what I was betting on in that one. I was all over that under. Um, so I, I think that that that's the only play there. And I, I think you're probably on the right side. I think Chicago can with I, I uh, Justin Fields is going to play, which, which made me worry about them. If Red Rifle was out there, I'd feel a little bit better about them. But Justin Fields is going to play. I think they keep it within maybe a touchdown or so. So I think you're on the right side there.
1: I, yeah, to me, just these divisional matchups, they weird. And if it's going to be a low scoring game, 12 points, that's a lot to separate two teams on a low scoring game. So I'm, I'm going to mindlessly throw my money at the bears because it's always a good decision. Now let's talk about the spread bet theory. I am paring down from the five games that I have done regularly to only three this week. I have the Jacksonville Jaguars at Tennessee going over 43 and a half barn burner. Seattle at Houston, over 40 and a half, and Detroit at Denver, over 42 and a half. Now, all of these are terrible, and I'm telling you why. Because the NFL has been hitting unders, Vegas unders, at a 54% rate this year. It's been pretty insane, pretty solid, the unders. And last week, I actually went out, I came out three and three, mostly because of my under bets. Today, we are stepping up for punishment. This, the over. I I think, I think we could get a turnaround and those numbers are pretty low. Uh, Key number, you know, 42, 45. That's kind of the area we have 40, we have under 42 into these games and we're going over it. So I kind of, I don't mind this. I don't mind this super hard. And you know, I am a glutton for punishment. I am dumb, but this strategy it's starting to turn around. And I, maybe today is the day that we go two and one and we have an actual, where we're showing our first day of profitability with our spreads.
2: I'd, I'd say you know like uh, me me with betting totals is uh, you know I, i've been doing it off the air and so now i you know i've been doing quite well off the air so now i want to start bringing some of that information on the air yes for for those that aren't heading over to absolute degeneracy.com to see i post all of my picks with the totals and everything lots of writing um, Lots of right. I, I do Lots a lot of right. Lots a, of typing.
1: I do a lot Got of typing. a nice typing. keyboard over there.
2: Every single day. And sometimes you hear it in the pre-show. If you listen to the pre-show, oh you're hearing fucking hammering that, away. That, like a now bucket. that is
1: that is one part of the pre-show that we're gonna have to find some mute for. We're gonna have to get you some like cherry brown switches or something like that. It's insane. Yeah.
2: But but listen, I I, I I'm gonna start incorporating more in, in, into the show. So I'm I'm glad that you are betting the totals and and you know, good or bad, I think it's 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 an interesting part of the sport that you should be looking at because oftentimes you can look at this uh, panther does this and, uh, you know he's like fucking rain man by the way like for what, <laughs> for what he is like panther can like, do math in his head like you know he, he shits on new math all the time but i guarantee that that's how he's coming up to these numbers is by by, by breaking them apart and putting them back together because he can do it in his head he's like it's like well you know the spread is this so that means that this is this and this so the total is this. like he logically talks about like where totals fit into the whole spreads thing. And I do find that fascinating. It's like, what is Vegas trying to tell you based off of what they set the spread at and what they best the t- total at? I think you can play one side against the other and, and make some profit on that. So um I'm always interested in looking at uh, points scored, uh, not the NBA though. The NBA totals can go
1: fuck itself. I mean, Oh my on. God. Well, you know, here's the thing. I think I, I figured out what they need to do in the NBA. No fourth quarter.
2: Yeah, the fourth oh, quarter. That's it, that's they it. Only you yeah.
1: have a third quarter. Third quarter instead of being twelve minutes, it's fifteen minutes. Boom. I there would say I,
2: I would even say this is you have a fourth quarter, but then you selectively choose whether you're going to pull it out or not. So honestly, Take the it. players have no idea if <laughs> if there's going to be a fourth quarter or not. I love it. I love it. Flip a coin.
1: You flip a coin is if there will be a fourth quarter or not.
2: That's it. Yeah. P- pretty much. You play three quarters. Like per- You got to play the full three quarters, but the fourth quarter is you don't know if you're going to play it or not because then that's going to get teams to actually fucking play a full goddamn game.
1: There we go. What's the what's the thing that they do in, like, the uh, that other tournament where it, it, and they do it in the All-Star game, too, where they end it uh, based on what the difference is between, and they set, like, a total that the teams need to get to based on, like, what the difference is between them, and then whoever gets to that number first is then the winner. So it's like there's no it, – it, it's only, like, you're playing with a shot clock and that's it. Yeah. I, the, uh, I don't know what these fucking brain trusts think of this, but, you know, the sports should
2: be simple. You score (laughs) points, you win. That is it. No ties, no nothing. You score the points, you win the game. Done.
1: But time is always such a weird thing in sports. Baseball? How long do you play a baseball game? Forever. Forever. forever, forever. Soccer. Soccer extra time. How does that work? Time is, like, so relative to these sports. It doesn't make sense.
2: Just don't care. I don't care. Listen, I have been at one of the longest Mets games ever. I've Ooh. I've been, you know, in I fucking stayed to the end. I don't care. Was play, this the one play, that was like I, a
1: couple of years ago that was, uh... it was? It
2: was like 19 innings or something like that. I, I, it was yeah. like probably like 19 innings against the Cardinals uh, is is what I want to say. And then when I was a kid, I once, uh, me and my dad and my brother drove down to Philly to watch a Mets-Phillies game. And there was like a huge rain delay and the game didn't start picking back up until 11 PM. And we stayed to the end. I think the game ended at two. We got back home, you know, by, by like 4 AM. And my dad's like, all right, what a day get, get get like an hour and go to school. tomorrow."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man. I love your parents. I love your parents. Well, speaking of things that lasted a little too long art for Archist days, this show is getting close to that extra length. So, DGens, that's all we've got for you this morning. Come on out to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com and buy a sweater. You can follow us on the podcast, Twitter, at BettingAbsolute. Follow Mad Max at Mad Mortlock. I'm at Saxy Maxie. When it's all said and done, let's make some money, fools.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day.